Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I'm a social media marketer, writer, and mom to three boys, ages five, three, and two. And I'm Terilyn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 11, 9, 5, and 3. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. Hey guys, alright, we are coming to you from the middle of... COVID-19, social distancing, isolation, maybe shelter in place. I don't know where you guys are at, but it is the middle of March for those of you listening in the future and... um, 2020. Yes. Very historic Yes, yes. And this virus is spreading globally and we're all doing our best to help stop it. So we wanted to do an episode today, hopefully with some tips and um, tricks and just a little chatting because none of us have talked to a lot of adults about (laughs) coronavirus. Um, So I have a high five today and that is to technology, this podcast technology, teachers coming to all their students from, you know, Facebook Live and reading books and the ability that I have to keep in touch with my family, even though I can't see them. I'm just giving a big old high five to living in this time if we are going to be isolated. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. I have been reviewing in my mind history the last few days and wow, this is of all the pandemics of throughout history, this is a pretty good time for one, right? Mm -hmm. We still can connect through technology and even the sickness itself compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. So I'm actually feeling a lot of gratitude in the midst of this for sure. Uh, So my facepalm is that we are here in Utah, which is in the western United States. And I also want to do a shout out to all of you international people. I hope that whatever country you're in, you are safe. And I know that every country is in like a different stage. Some are in full-blown like quarantine mode and others don't have very many uh, infections yet. So anyway, I hope wherever you are, you're doing well. But um, here in Utah, we came, it's Saturday today. Felicia and I usually record on Wednesdays. We were here on Wednesday. It was about five days into the whole virus had become out of control. You know, people were like, everything was canceled. So we're going to talk about that. We're already feeling a little, you know, like, whew, this is, this is a big deal. Like, this is big. We're going through something big here. And guys, as we're sitting here about ready to record, an earthquake happens. Literally a natural disaster. (laughs) And all I could think was, Uh, I am not with my kids. Luckily, I live like three minutes away. But we're in this building recording with nobody here because work has been canceled. So (laughs) we're in a cinder block building, zero people here. And literally, I mean, Felicia was like helping me. She's like, it's okay. I've experienced (laughs) earthquakes. I used to live in Oregon and we had them a lot when I was little. And I was like, we have to leave right now. I'm not going to get trapped in the cinder block building away from my kids. So we just like seriously insta just shut our laptops, walked out the building. (laughs) We'll record another time. But then I, I, so my face palm is literally during this recording. I mean, there was an earthquake and on my drive home, I was like, this is just too much. Like pandemic. Okay. We're handling it. This is going to be okay. But natural disaster. (laughs) 
Can we hold off? I don't there's know. There's no Cloroxing way there. Yeah. yeah, there's no Clorox I can use. There's no social isolation I can do to like. Anyway, oh, but it yes. was, in case any of you were worried, it was totally fine. It actually ended up being a really cool experience because throughout the rest of the day, we had aftershocks and knowing that it, and nothing was like in our house like nothing was damaged everybody was totally safe I, so at the end of the day i was like guys we got to experience an earthquake without actually having damage which yeah i mean i feel really Check really your life lucky mm-hmm. you know like i mean that isn't usually something anyway so it ended up being a good thing but i was really sad and scared that i wasn't with my kids yeah when it happened it was so. definitely an anxious feeling that day for sure something you can't control at all Okay, guys, so on Instagram, we opened it up to how are you guys feeling going through, I think, most everywhere in the U.S. right now, and I'm sure in other countries, even if you don't have specific, um, like, controls in place with the outbreak, which I think most places do here, I think you are probably all feeling some collective maybe worry, stress, anxiety, and so we opened it up to to your questions, what would be helpful during this time, and we got some really great ones. So most, actually all of these, multiple people were asking in some form or another, so they're not all specific, but um, we just picked out a few that we felt like would be relevant and helpful. So our first question that we got was, how can I manage my own anxiety about COVID? 19 without the kids picking up on how I feel. And that was from Jane McWilliams. And I loved this question because I think this can apply to forever with your kids when it comes to, I mean, obviously as you're getting older, <clears throat> your how you handle showing your emotions to your kids is going to be different as they get older and you become more of an adult relationship with them. But for managing how you show emotion with your kids, I think that's a lifetime skill that we can use. And this is the perfect time to talk about it. So I love this question. And I think the first thing for me is to be authentic and real with how I'm feeling, especially in a time like this where, yeah, I'm going to explain to my kids factually what's going on if I feel like that would be helpful But also at the same time, remembering that I am their safety net and I'm their adult. I'm more experienced. I'm more powerful. And I think this relates to just parenting in general where it's respectful parenting isn't like putting yourself at the same level as your kids or bringing your kids up and letting them be an adult. That's not the respect we're talking about Mm -hmm. because you are there. Yeah protector and they don't have to carry all the worries mm-hmm. that you have to carry as an adult mm-hmm. so it isn't that you're just like sharing all of the weight like here carry yeah, this weight with here, me covid put yeah. this on your shoulder <laughs> yes so i think definitely being authentic factually but that they need to feel surety and strength and protected from us so i think it's totally okay to talk through the emotions how you're feeling but i would really try not to break down any emotion. That's probably going to happen, right, in all of our lives. But if you can do your best not to break down in that anxiety or if you're feeling that stress, like lashing out in anger, because that's always, it's not possible to do that without creating fear in your kids. Mm -hmm. So 
that would be my number one tip is use your, and we're going to share some good ways to find that mental stability first. And then when, when your kids are asking, you can be authentic with, yeah, you know what, this is, this kind of makes everybody feel a little more stressed and anxious. That's why more people are going to the store, explaining those different things. But hopefully in that mama bear way of, but I am your protector and mm-hmm. we're all okay here in our house. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And if you, and I think when it comes to showing emotion, if you're, if you do end up crying, I think that's okay to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm crying because I'm just feeling a lot of emotion right now. Mm-hmm. Or if you do snap out of anger because you're feeling a lot, like we said before, you can just say, I'm sorry that I used that angry voice. I'm feeling really distracted right now. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to say the whole thing of, I'm worried that our whole family yes. is going to die yes. and grandma and grandpa yes. are going to die and we're all going to die. Yes. You know, like yes. you don't have to like say the whole mm-hmm. thing, whatever it is you're afraid of. But um, one way to do this is to be able to feel your emotions and be authentic without putting the weight of it on your kid's shoulders is to become, I've heard it said, like described as make, be clean about your own emotions. So clean up your own emotions. That doesn't mean conceal, don't feel. That means feel them, process them, but then you're not walking around. If we just actually repress our emotions, we're going to walk around snapping and crying all day long Mm -hmm. at our kids as opposed to just, Let's feel our emotions so that we can show up for our kids at a time where they need somebody to really show up for them. Mm-hmm. So how this looks for me is, surprise, surprise, guys, mm-hmm. time alone with my own emotions, which for me has to happen in the morning. And I've actually lately been feeling so much emotions, I got to take some time in the afternoon to do it mm-hmm. as well. So what this looks like is I sit, usually I'm meditating, But so I literally sit there, I go through my whole body and say, what am I feeling right now? Lately, it's been some fear and anxiety and uncertainty. And I identify where I'm feeling it in my body. So this is the same steps that we've always used to process our emotions, right? You feel it, you name it. Oh, wow. I'm feeling really insecure about the future right now. And if I can feel it for me, it's actually the backside of my heart, which is weird, like right above my stomach. Yeah. Um, So I've been feeling it lately a lot. Mm -hmm. And wow, that's there because you know what? I hope it's going to be okay, but if I'm honest with myself, I don't know if it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm acknowledging to myself with kindness, wow, just like you would to a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, you're really scared right now. Mm-hmm. This is what you're feeling, and you see it. If you want to go back to our Tong Glen practice, which we talked about last week, you actually breathe it in. You pull in that fear. You connect with everybody else who's feeling the fear, and then you actually, in the world who's feeling it, because there's a lot of people feeling it, and then you breathe out, like, peace and hope and love and all the things all those good things and every time I do this guys just treat myself as though I am just like I want to treat my children and their emotions when I take the time to treat myself with that kindness first then I can face the day knowing yeah you know what I'm gonna walk throughout this day with fear by my side like I'll actually like talk to it right like here you are fear we're going to be, you're going to be hanging out with me all day today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you sit here on the side though. Cause I don't want you blocking my vision to my children. Mm-hmm. I want to actually be able to be present with them. So you might come and go throughout the day because when a new news update of something else being closed or toilet paper is out, whatever, um, you might feel some fear, 
And that's okay. You're just going to hang out here with me and I can see you, but I've gotten clean at least about my own emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm not just like pushing them down and like scurrying around my house all day, not trying not to feel them because that's Mm going to show up for my kids and make them way more scared. Then if I can just say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. So when my kids wake up, I can be there with them and feel them. And you might be thinking, I don't have my morning routine down. What should I do here? Now I'm just feeling like a failure. You know what? Lock yourself in your bathroom for five minutes. When you're Mm -hmm. feeling a lot of emotion and you're feeling like, I am not showing up here for my kids. I'm feeling a lot. Literally go lock yourself in your bathroom for five minutes and do that exercise. What am I feeling? Wow. I'm feeling fear from whatever it is. My, our family business. I'm feeling a lot of fear for my family business right now. Feel it. Identify it. Give yourself some love. Breathe it in and breathe out whatever that antidote is. Is mm-hmm. it love? Is it peace? Is it generosity? Whatever it is. And then come out to face your kids. And when they have concerns, you can say, you know what? Yeah, that... It is kind of a little bit of a, it is a scary time, but guess what? You know what I do know? I know that I love you and I know that we have enough food in our fridge or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I know that we're, maybe probably the best thing to say is, I know that we can get through this together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. comforting to any kid. And if you can get clean about your own emotions, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not showing it. They can know that you can feel things, but that you can be clean about your own emotions mm-hmm. and actually approach it from a space of empowerment and love instead of just distractedly like running around yes. and snapping at everybody because you can't identify what you're feeling. Yes, because we've all, and I felt this at the beginning of this whole like that feeling of what do we do where there's so much coming at us that we can't control. You feel your, we call it our patient's skin. <laughs> you can just feel it wearing down and so you have no no skin left for when your kid makes one wrong move or one mistake that you are normally able to tolerate. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that in your house. I feel like you can feel that energy. And so I I love this question because I think it's really important to be aware of during this time when we're all together all the time because we probably need a little thicker patient skin. Mm -hmm. So our last tip for that too is to... And I know it's hard, but to try not to be distracted by our phones, news, all it's a constant flow right now. It just really is. Mm-hmm. So the only way that I can do this in this time, because I'm a information person for sure, and I think a lot of us find you know, I think a lot of people do find comfort in knowledge. Um, and we have that at our fingertips. So it's tempting when you feel like everything is so unknown to constantly try to solve it mm-hmm. and figure it out. So for me is to set aside, you know, like, okay, during quiet time for a few minutes and right after my kids go to bed, I'll let my mind go down that path. But besides that, it's not really helpful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. try. <laughs> I'm not solving the world problem by worrying about it in my house. Exactly. <laughs> By looking for at another... 10 hours a day, <laughs> yes, exactly. maybe one hour. Yes. I'll set aside that very effective yes. worry, worry time. Yes, exactly. So that's really helpful. Helpful for me is to set aside that time for that worry, give it its little box and take it out of the rest of our day. It's like we're setting a playpen. You know, we've talked about that with our kids' emotions. <laughs> we're like giving them a safe space to fill their emotions. We're doing that with ourselves as we lock ourselves in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also giving it to the worry. So like yeah. for me, I found the same thing. I was like obsessing about like, I want to know all the information. 
And therefore I was just always looking and then I was always distracted and not even being present with my kids. So I've actually had to put my phone away and I've given Mm -hmm. myself, yeah, it's two times a day that I can just deep dive into the information about coronavirus. (laughs) What's the newest updates, worry about it, whatever, (laughs) fill it and then be like, okay, that's my playpen. That's Mm -hmm. the space. Now you have to stay here Mm because now I'm actually going to go and read a book to my kid and I don't want this phone and the worry. Something else I've also found that's really helpful for me when it comes to my phone information I've actually just started going to, so where we live, it's uh, coronavirus.utah.gov, but there's also, if you in the United States, it's just coronavirus.gov, and I'm sure a lot of countries have their own, like, official websites from, in the United States, we call the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, that has, like, actual statistics, so when I hear somebody say, did you know that in our neighborhood we have 50 cases, I can mm-hmm. actually look at that website and be like oh in my county there's only 12 what we know yeah so mm-hmm. what we know, you know sure. like that mm-hmm. are tested whatever yeah like it's like a nice like more just a scientific place to go back to and they have all these like scientists with their advice and stuff it's like a really nice it's not like overly Stressful. emotional mm-hmm. it's just here's just plain information mm-hmm. and i've actually the last few days just been going to that because everything else is just like too much mm-hmm. so, yes it's a lot you know, coming in right now but i do think <clears throat> setting a little setting a little side of time like literally yeah it's after lunch at the beginning of quiet time or whew, for me i actually don't do the beginning of quiet time because i'm not very uh relaxed Fun. for the quiet time yes but i do it at the very beginning of the day and at the very end of the day mm-hmm. before i actually like settle down with my husband so then we have some cool down after that but yeah anyway set a little playpen around yeah. your getting in information which requires putting your phone away yeah totally and again we gave a high five to technology this morning but it can be very distracting and especially i feel like um the days feel a little like endless isn't the right word but there's a lot of time Mm -hmm. an infinite time we don't know how long this is going to last so sometimes i find myself getting caught up in things that I wouldn't normally. So just be super aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's healthy with limits. Just yes, like most exactly. things. We just set limits, yeah. healthy limits around it and we'll be fine. Yes. And so just to continue on tips for when you are feeling those big emotions, some ways you can find that stability. Um, we talked about you time. We hammer that all the time. If you want um, more details on our morning routines, we have a few episodes on it three well (laughs) two two felicia did her first episode on her morning routine then i did then we've done two more since then Mm -hmm. on morning routine so just scroll through any morning routine when you want (laughs) yes the other thing that i am loving is and i know we we've all seen the jokes of families before social distancing everybody's sitting on their phone not paying attention to each other families after social distancing we're all out on bike rides and doing picnics and i it's hysterical but i love to view this isolation as a gift for my family of all this time that is unregulated and i know not everybody is in the same situation with social isolation but for our family Parker is able to work from home. I also am home. So we're all home. There's a lot of time together. And I found a lot of comfort in enjoying little things with my kids, Um, taking more time to teach them stuff or cook with them or be more leisurely. And I'm trying to see it as a gift instead of a, a restriction, a thing that's hindering me. And it's, it's really, it's helped to lift my spirits about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, 
also found hope in looking at it as a healing time. We've talked about peer orientation versus like parent orientation. Sometimes our kids get so involved in other things that they start connecting with other people more than with us. So I've looked at this as like a, we're pulling it back, like our sibling relationships. Although we're going to talk about that late on a whole nother episode. (laughs) There's some squabbling there happening, but it's an invitation for us to really connect in and like cement our relationships with each other. And I have also loved that getting outside Every single day we're getting outside. Mm-hmm. And, and I know for some people in rare situations, you live in a place where you're not allowed to go outside. Mm-hmm. And so in that case, I, I feel yeah, look, you know, you can look at the clouds. Any like connection to nature you can cultivate. We know, and we actually have an episode on this as well, but there's literally scientifically, like nature does so much good for us. But I mean, even if you just have a small little patch of grass that's safe for you in your yard... Uh, for me, we are super fortunate. We have some wilderness by us, which is really great. So we're getting out into the wilderness and there's vitamin D, which imu- boosts your immune system that comes from the sun. So even if you can open a window and get some sunlight, uh, there's also scientifically, there's some many plants actually put out some substances into the air called phyto- phytoncides, and they also boost immune system function. So not only does it make you happier, I mean, we could go on and on. We've actually, I mean, we could rave on about mm-hmm. this forever. But it boosts your levels of serotonin, which is your feel-good hormone. I mean, getting outside has helped me so much. Yes. We're just like, we'll just go into the mountains and just like spend two hours. Just like the kids are throwing rocks in the stream and I'm just mm-hmm. like breathing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. sitting there enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so those are some things that have really helped me. And also. I think it sets a new perspective because the world, like if you can get out away from all the chatter, can really help you recenter, at yes. least for me. I actually had a moment, this is just two days ago, we were in the mountains, and I had this moment, like the clouds were going by, and the, like the bugs were starting to come out, because it's springtime, and the leaves, like I started to see them budding, and I'm like, none of these things even care about the coronavirus. Totally. Like, yeah, it made me feel small in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, Nature is still nature and it comes Mm -hmm. and it goes and the seasons come and go and that's how life is. Life changes and it comes and it goes and it was like this kind of beautiful like I love that feeling of wow I'm just here. I just get this opportunity to enjoy this life but it all changes and the mountain is going to be here Mm -hmm. all the time even after I'm gone. You know Mm -hmm. I mean it's kind of the sense of timelessness of I'm small but I'm just grateful I get to have a chance to have a piece of this life, you know? Totally. And this will pass. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with how our days are working in while we're in this social isolation without our kids going to school. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so we've gotten a lot of questions about just what our days look like, how we're <laughs> how we're dealing with the whole all the kids home all the time thing because for a lot of people across the country and the world, uh, school has been canceled. So first of all, I just want to do a shout out to all those teachers out there who have in our in our district, we our teachers had a two day warning and they literally in two days changed all of their curriculum to online, which wow, talk about amazing. So to all the teachers that teach my children, thank you so much. Um, for me, I actually am kind of pumped to talk about this because as you guys know, I've homeschooled for two years before this year. So um, yeah, now I do have two children who were in public school who are coming back, but like, we're kind of like going back to what we were doing before. So, mm -hmm. uh, I'll just share with you a couple tips that have worked for me before, but especially I'm now discovering again, now that I have more kids in school, it's, there's some things that are really working for us and some things that aren't, but, um, this is how my day looks. I wake up, I always do my miracle morning first and I actually have my older two kids who are in music lessons. They actually do their music while I'm finishing my workout. So uh, my younger daughter still needs help with her viola. So I'll catch the last part of her viola lesson, like her viola practice, and we do it together. But that happens before breakfast, music lessons and morning routine. Then we do breakfast. Uh, the first couple days, we didn't plan our day and things did not go as well. Since we started planning our days, it's been a game changer for me and for my kids. So we eat breakfast, then we plan our day. I literally have a planner we pull out and the kids get to take turns writing. What we're going to do, we block out the whole day. And this is what it looks like. We do our essentials. Um, I actually do this first. This is a tip for me. It's up to you guys though, however you want to do it. I've tried, I've actually switched it up, switched it up midweek and I like this way better. So my essentials are, which we've talked about this before, so I'll just briefly go over them, but uh, for me and my kids, which is my definition of success for the day, if we can do it within 10 minutes, it only takes 10 minutes to do, we pray. Uh, with school, we say the Pledge of Allegiance for our country, and we uh, have a memorizing scripture that we recite, and we have a memorizing poem or a piece of historical literature that we recite. And it's just the thing that we're working on memorizing at the moment. And that whole thing takes three minutes. And then I just pull out books and we just read books. We'll read poetry. We'll read scripture, like church stories, whatever. And that then right now it's pretty leisurely. So we take about an hour, like just reading books, enjoying it. Sometimes I'll like make a, like a herbal tea and we'll drink and eat poetry. <laughs> we'll drink and eat the poetry. <laughs> That's the idea though. We're like cozying up, eating poetry. We're reading. I keep saying eating poetry, guys. Um, and then like we're reading Call of the Wild right now because we want to finish it so we can see the movie. So we'll like read that as a family and it's mm -hmm. way fun. And I'm starting with that. Before we actually were starting with what the teachers had assigned and I wasn't liking it because then we were never getting to what I felt like was most important, which is like this cultivating of the wonder of learning and then it's this like connecting time so then we do a little break and by break I mean like we run around I'll do like some acrobats with my kids or we'll do like you know a handstand contest or whatever then we actually set aside time for what the teachers have assigned for us to do at home and this is my tip and this is actually what our principal of our school said I know everybody principal is different but we actually just set aside an amount of time for the school stuff we have one break in the middle but um, and then whatever we don't get to during that time, we just let go because 
Yeah. Otherwise, like we we're having like technology difficulty yesterday and it was going to stress us out and take mm-hmm. it the whole day. So we just spent the amount of time we want to spend on it, which is up until lunch and doing that stuff. I work with all the different kids and it's kind of fun because my oldest, she gets done before everybody else. So then she could help my youngest while I was helping my middle. Anyway, and then and then for us after lunch, guys, we don't do any more school. We, I have my kids. These are our options for the day. And I literally kind of let my kids choose and it's totally free and I love it. We do art. Like there's tons of free art lessons right now. Everybody's like posting free stuff. We did like a little art, which is just, we watched a video. We all had our papers and we drew some stuff together. Free play or quiet time. For me, that means nap time because I swear all this emotional stuff is like making me really tired. Uh, or meditation, <clears throat> free reading. So you can read whatever book you want. <clears throat> you can cozy up on the couch by yourself. You can go in your room and daydream, whatever you want to do. And or outdoor exploring. So then we'll go on a hike or whatever. So we don't do all of those things that I just named every afternoon. Those are just literally, I say to my kids, okay, guys, we have the rest of the afternoon. Here's our options. Art, quiet time, free play. Mm-hmm. Well, we do quiet time every day. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can do whatever you want in that time. And then do we want to go on a hike today or do we want to just go lay on the grass and watch the clouds? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. what do we want to do to get outside? But And it's so fun because then they can be like, oh, we want to do art today. And mm-hmm. it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Or let's go do sidewalk chalk on our driveway or well, let's go on a longer hike and go find all the different kind of moss we can find while we're in the mountains. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this fun, we just, the framework we've put around for school is up until lunch. So we work hard until lunch. And we've also implemented in our house three tidies a day instead of just one because I've noticed we're messing up our house Mm -hmm. way more. So we just, when we clean up our breakfast and I'm like trying to be, this is teaching me a lot, guys, because I'm, I don't want to admit this, but I'm a paper plate girl. But I have been wanting to use my paper plates because it seems wasteful. I don't know. What if we run out? Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing, like, we all have a plate for the day. And after every meal, we just wash our plate and then dry it and stick it right there by mm-hmm. the sink. So that for the next meal, we have them. And wow, it's really working. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Game changer. So we just do a little tidy at the end of each meal, after each meal. And it hasn't gotten... Too bad. The first couple of days were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Then I had to implement the we have to tidy three times a day thing. It's like and a learning process. Yes. Yeah. But since then, it's gotten a lot better for us. So it literally takes us, I call them, we measure our tidies in songs because we blast a song during mm-hmm. it. So we only have to do a two song tidy, which is about five to six minutes. Mm-hmm. And we just do that three times a day. And it like never gets bad. Because mm-hmm. if the first, like the first couple of days of this, we were waiting and it was like taking us like seven songs. Totally. Which is a lot of tidying. Yes. So this way is working for us so far and it might change, but that's kind of what is working for us in our day right now. And it's a very flexible way. Something I think about homeschool that I've learned is if you have a task list that you have to check off everything, it gets stressful. Mm -hmm. If you just give it a time frame and then you let it go after that, it's really nice Mm because then the next day you just pick up wherever you left off and you kind of let go of this. It has to be perfect. It's a much more like just enjoyable way of approaching education mm-hmm. and there's a lot more joy in it so yes. I prefer that method myself but in fact one I have I've listened to a couple homeschool podcasts I love Cohen is in kindergarten but I I love the idea of homeschooling and this is a fun little experiment but one of the things so for those of you who maybe crave a, a little more um surety that you're getting to everything is one of the homeschool podcast I listened to it was it's called wild and free but they talked about how if you write down every single 
a subject that you want to get to with your kids and then you do it yeah. in a circle. A loop. They a call loop. it a loop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll always, you're going to get through everything. It might not be everything in the same day because one day history might be extra long because you're really diving deep into it and you're loving it. And you just know that the next thing you're going to do, maybe it's that afternoon or the next morning, it doesn't matter. Yep. You'll come back around to it. And I love, I love that thought on home education. So for us, again, these memes are really hitting home for me because I'm sure you guys have all seen the, the little Muppet guy who is like, when you realize that everybody else's definition of social distancing or quarantine is actually your life, that's me. That your life is called quarantine. (laughs) Quarantine. (laughs) That's me because with little kids and I'm sure my day hasn't changed really that much. It's just now everybody else is home also and my husband's home. But for us, our day is pretty similar, but I have noticed a couple things that have been really helpful um, because there has been some adjustment. I'm not saying no adjustment. It definitely is way slower. But so for us, yes, I still have kept um, my, my miracle morning. That has been really important. I call it my morning stuff. So if my kids interrupt me, I just after my morning stuff. Because it has been the first couple days, um, you know, I was tired. It was a lot. Parker was home. I didn't like we didn't really know kind of where this whole thing was going to lead. And my morning stuff wasn't happening very well. And as we talk about, it was not working out great. So I had to make sure that I'm still getting that time in in the morning after that morning time. We do breakfast and then um, we clean up. And I've taken this break to be extra diligent in having my kids help. And I've just noticed that because we're all home and our days, we have a lot more time. If I take the time to foster that independence, because why not? We have all day so I'm taking time to teach them, you know, how to rinse the plate, how to put on your own shoes and tie them. All those little moments that in a normal day we would be kind of rushed. That has been so helpful for me um, and in our family. And I've seen a change in our kids in their abilities. So that's something that I've seen as like a gift. Um, then we do school. And right now Cohen goes into Parker's quote office that's really our bedroom and kind of does his school with him and that has been really helpful to separate him from the little kids because it was really distracting Um, and I do a little lesson with the two younger kids lesson is a loose word (laughs) and then we do our essentials and reading time all together and that's kind of you know we read together for as long as that lasts there's really no time limit and then every day we do So beyond that, every day we do an extra thing, which is something that the boys think is really fun, but it's learning in some way. So some days it's art, some days it's a science experiment, some days it's adventuring in nature. And um, then after that extra thing, we just outside play, you know, in our backyard or go on a little hike. Um, Then by that time, it's lunch and then huge huge is quiet time it's always been huge for me but I feel like with all of us getting 
less um, social interaction uh, right now. Quiet time and time where I can do adult stuff has been, I've really needed to emphasize it through this social distancing because um, I'm not getting those outlets of talking to adults at the park while my kids play. And so quiet time has become, I make sure that my kids are always separated. Obviously, Sunny still takes a nap, but Len and Co. go into their separate rooms, even though our house is small. And they can do whatever they want, but they have to be quiet. And I use that time for yeah, like a nap or meditation, working, reading, catching up on news, just whatever, anything I want to do adult time. And then after quiet time, we have a snack. And right now it's fun because we've been able to make yummy homemade treats <laughs> because we have time earlier in the day to make them. And then... Usually after quiet time, we just do full free play and I kind of, I love to listen to a audiobook during this time and I may be doing laundry or, or cleaning out a closet or maybe I'm prepping dinner or weeding and raking, but it's kind of another time for me that I can have that adult time um, because it feels like when we're all home, my kids are more needy of adult attention. So I'm trying to establish that. Yes, even though dad and I are both home, you still have that independent playing. And then we do our big tidy for the day, have dinner, and then family time. So that's kind of our schedule right now. And I'm sure things will adapt. And I also am loving all of the online resources for kids and just fun stuff that we wouldn't normally do as a family. So I'm trying to see this time as a gift and um, take advantage of those moments with my kids that I wouldn't normally get and with my husband. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. And next week we are going to come back with a conversation um, and tips on sibling relationships because we are going to talk about it in this episode, but we just felt like it deserved a whole nother deep dive into sibling rivalry. So that'll be next week. All right, guys, let's find the magic. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> <At> brown cows. <laughs>